one. Hello. Welcome to another episode of I'm Sorry But Podcasts. Uh, today we got me and Andrew. We're going to talk about uh, video games, probably shooters, and uh, maybe some other topics, potentially hot tub streamers. We don't know. See how, how spicy we get today. Uh, my name is Adrian. Uh, you can get to me by uh, I'm Sorry But Podcast on TikTok and Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch. Um, and this is Andrew over here. You want to introduce yourself, bud? Hey, it's Andrew. Uh, yeah. We're going to be chatting it up a little bit, talking about some things and stuff. Find me on social media. Stop TikTok. TikTok, uh, YouTubes, you know, everything and anything. And we will so, yeah. put those links in the description uh, at the bottom of this podcast. So, um, me and Andrew... Uh, play video games, if you guys didn't know that, and uh, we play a lot of video games, uh, particularly a game that we've both been into a lot recently, despite it kind of being an older game, being an older game, is Tarkov. Um, for those of you who don't know, Tarkov is a shooter game, it's a military simulation game, kind of, and it is just, uh, you know, an, an FPS shooter, and it is, uh, or a first-person shooter. And it's a pretty in-depth game in that most other games don't have the specificity that Tarkov has. Um, for instance, if you wanted to load a bullet into a gun in any other shooter, typically, um, you can kind of just load assault rifle ammo into assault rifle, sniper rifle ammo into sniper rifles, pistol ammo into pistols, and they don't really differentiate. But we know in the real world there are... A whole slew of calibers that are used um, different ranges and caliber sizes are used by different countries and so in this game you'd have to actually find the right ammo type for your gun the right magazine to load that ammo into and then you could shoot your gun and the game won't tell you if you've made a mistake it'll let you put the wrong bullets into the wrong clip if it fits and uh, if you start a game you load up into your match and you find out that you're yeah, the clip fits the gun, but the bullet don't shoot. You're going to be SOL pretty hard. Uh, it's a really unforgiving and brutal game in that regard. Um, you got any other points to add in there, Andrew? Fun. It's fun. I've been playing it for close to two years now. Uh, on and off. I had to stop for a while because the computer couldn't hang. And as much fun as it is to rubber band in Call of Duty, for example, mm -hmm. where at least you could still shoot and maybe your bullets will catch up, you're, you're rubber banding, your, your frames aren't working, whatever lags, you're done. Yeah. And uh, another aspect of Tarkov that is a little bit brutal, um, you have a set amount of inventory space um, and gear that you your player has and starts off with. And you have to accumulate more gear, better guns. Gear would in be inclusive of a, you know, a helmet to protect your head from being shot, eye protection to protect your eyes from being shot. Um or to protect your eyes from being flashed, stunned from concussion grenades. It's uh, body armor to protect your chest and torso from being shot. Um, a rig to carry all your additional magazines. A backpack, for a rig for quick access, or a tactical rig for quick access, or like a tactical vest that you would carry uh, multiple pieces of ammunition in. And when you die in Tarkov, you lose everything that you brought into the raid with you. Um, which makes situations like rubber banding or lag very very brutal in Tarkov because someone will see you and they shoot you from 50 yards and you don't even know where the bullet's coming from because you're lagging everywhere um, and then you die and it's that would be super frustrating if you couldn't get a connection hold on your leg honestly <clears throat> and then you know internet's one thing right mm -hmm. that's a whole different reason why you're going to lag in this and that but just the fact that your computer can't even run it. Yeah. And you just hear like all these weird sounds and sound is super important in this game. Very important. So important. That uh, even, uh, you know, uh, they have this cool skill set uh, uh, screen that you can work on that I was actually going to show you, Adrian. Mm -hmm. Kind of got away from ourselves on it. Wait here, let me, uh, let me share my screen. Uh, put it up on the... Yep, might have to resize. Resize, shmi size. 
Nope, we're good. Right. So here we're looking at um these are your skills overall as a player. Your endurance, which you you know, which is why I tell you, hey, you need to run everywhere. Because it gets you your run speed, stamina, strength, right. the, the strength here. The only problem, it doesn't tell you how to do it. I mean, I mean, right? you, it just you... says increases strength, allows you to jump higher, faster, stronger. Yeah. How do you, how do you uh, good do health, exactly. How, a good health, recovery, damage, metabolism, healthy metabolism improves extended effects of foods, drinking, fasting. It'll tell you all these things, and but he won't. You know, it won't tell you how. Mm -hmm. From my experience, uh, the metabolism is just from eating food. You got to eat food to recover your energy, strength, food, water. Cool. Okay. And if you run out of water, you will die. Die. You will dehydrate. You will dehydrate pass out and from... die. So food is also important in this game. You need to bring food into the game, water into the game. If you're going to be in the game for longer than 20 minutes, you probably or 10 minutes, you need food and water. Otherwise, your player, if you run out of food, your player stops running doesn't gain health anymore, he doesn't gain uh, endurance, and if you run out of water, you just literally keel over. If your water hits zero, you just die. And you're, again, your person doesn't tell you that you need this thing. You'll have a, if you check your health tab here, it'll tell you that you're thirsty or dehydrated, but, um, right there, but it will not tell you that you should drink. It'll, you're just, you'll stop gaining health. And like you can see here, Andrew didn't heal after his last raid. He needs to heal up before he goes back into the new raid. Otherwise, he's going to be half health the entire time around. You can break bones. You can bleed out. You can uh, get a limb shot off. And you'll have to basically manage that with field medicine until you can get to your extract. And all of those... There's a surgery kits right here. So that would be to... Put your limb back on. Staple that that shoulder back on after it gets shot off with that that uh, 153. That's a bigger surgery kit. So it's it's and everything. Um, if you go to your overall or your gear, Andrew, uh, you have a set amount of space that you can take stuff in with you. So if if you wanted to put all this stuff on you, so he's putting a backpack on and, and different rigs and stuff on. And this is not going to really translate to the to the podcast over super well, but um, this video will be up on Twitch. It'll be up on YouTube as well. Uh, for those of you who are interested in looking at it, um, you basically need to manage your space, manage your equipment, manage the weight of the clear. It's just very encompassing, uh, as opposed to like Call of Duty, where you can hold 500 rounds of two different guns, full plates, full armor, and your guy will, your player will run as if nothing is encumbering them this game takes a little bit more of a realistic approach to to uh shooters which is pretty cool and it's frustrating awesome. it's very frustrating it's it's very frustrating to die but it's very rewarding when you win um yeah and then uh, as we were mentioning about the space and stuff this i went ahead and upgraded myself to the full version of the game mm -hmm. the uh Enter the dark edge of darkness, I believe it's called. Kind of like a pre-order system. This Tarkov is currently in beta. It is in beta, and it gives you a certain amount of space. I believe the the space you get as a basic entry is twenty by twenty, something like that. I wow. think it's yeah, ten by twenty or something. By twenty, give or take. So it's really small space, really minuscule. All it takes is a couple good raids, and you automatically uh. Yeah, so the my current stash is ten by sixty-eight, ten by and I believe yours is as well. Yes, so you went, I went and upgraded along with us because the game is so good. Because the, yeah, I mean it is a fantastic game. It's really hard to to get into, and there's a lot of people that just you know they try it and they, and they leave it. It's a lot like Rust in its brutality. It's yeah, just incredibly brutal. You expect to die a lot. Um, expect a lot of frustrating encounters. Um, yeah, and expect to learn new things about how you can die in this game because there are a lot of very good players in this game uh, and map knowledge is super important. A lot of other shooters, 
you can you have a map you know you have knowledge of the map it is easily accessible like in call of duty typically when we're making a, a comparison in this we're probably going to be thinking a lot about or making the comparison with call of duty uh modern warfare um or like battle zone warzone sorry so <laughs> i play the game um because that's kind of the shooter that we really are playing a lot um let me close this but which when... uh go ahead Andrew. which uh yeah no no it... I've noticed your aim has gotten a lot better since playing Tarkov. Yeah, um, you have to. So like, there are hit boxes, right? In in other video games, Andrew knows this, but there are hit boxes in most games. If you get within a box shape of a, a zone, you'll hit the person in that zone. Uh, Tarkov is a little bit different. If you hit a specific portion of the body. It's first going to determine if there's armor on that portion, and then it's going to say how much da damage you did. Um, so if you shoot, if you're unlucky enough to shoot somebody right in the middle of their of their ceramic plate or their steel chest plate, that's made for stopping armor penetrating rounds. Guess what? That bullet's not going to work. It doesn't matter if you have his heart lined up. It doesn't matter if, unless you have a high enough caliber to to um, pierce it. Because there's it. Even with the different rounds that you already have to manage, then there's different types of that same round mm -hmm. that do either more piercing, more velocity, more. The bullets act different. You have to, if you have six bullets that can work with one sniper rifle, they're all going to act slightly different. Yep. They're all going to have different effective ranges, and yeah. the game doesn't tell you. No, the game just says this is an armor piercing round. This is a tracing round. But it's it's basically the difference between and those of you who shoot uh, who have firearms or shoot guns, uh, you guys will know that you know you have your range rounds, and then you have the rounds that you actually keep in your in your weapon for for self defense or for whatever for hunting. It's not the same round. It, they're different bullets, um, and Tarkov takes that and runs with it because you can have five five six four five in armor piercing and there's couple different types of armor piercing but again there's your range rounds the junk rounds where all you really needed to do is make it 100 feet 100 meters so you can test your accuracy and then you have the ones that are actually made for work to do something right you have your 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 hunting round or your combat round if you're in the military right it's probably the same round i'm not sure if it's the same rounds in the military i wouldn't be certain but remember that's basically the difference Remember, the military-grade weaponry is not always the best. In in the game, the, it does have a differentiation between different, like, um, so the two main uh, groups that we're dealing with here are going to be Russians by way of the Bears, which is their faction, and the Americans or the USA by way of the PMCs or by the way of the USEC, uh, which is, uh, I don't remember, United something. Basically, those are the Americans and the other, and they're both sets of mercenary groups. But the bears shoot Soviet weapons. Excuse me, not Soviet weapons. They shoot Russian weapons, and the bear, and the USEC shoots American weapons. So it's a lot of five, five, six, four, five, two, two, three for the Americans, seven, six, two for the Russians. Um, the millimeter size. I mean, they got like funky rounds, like nine by twenty-six millimeter. Like what? The, what? The, I don't know what the hell that is. Um, you know, it's just it's different and you're going to have to be able to filter that if you wanted to reload your magazines and you reload your gun in game you better have extra mags and they better be full otherwise you're going to spend your time loading one by one your bullets or unloading your bullets one by one and everything it's very audible makes noise in the game and you can hear everything if you're within close enough distance so if you're if you are in a bush and you're standing completely still you can hear the person running up behind you because you only hear it through your left ear headphone and then you can hear them drop plop and like heal or check their weapon go into their bag go into your bag you hear a zip they check their weapon you hear a metallic click if they're um if they move at all side to side the brush is going to move and that gives you the opportunity to you know you can just turn your head which doesn't make any sound um and try to see if you can see them but again you only have realistic field division you're only going to get probably like 120 field division um but that's how important sound is if you didn't have that ability to hear the game becomes 
like Call of Duty, it's not as, excuse me, it becomes like Call of Duty, it's not as immersive, not as intense, I guess, and it gives it a really different feeling of intensity and stress when you play this game, because you hear, you'll hear, you're hiding in a bush, you're, you're trying to heal or something, and you hear something behind you, and you stop moving, and you hear a set of footsteps, and a second set of footsteps, and a third set of footsteps, and a fourth set of footsteps, and all of a sudden, there's a four stack immediately in your general vicinity, and you're probably going to die if you move. These are the kinds of decisions you have to make. How do you engage this? Do you turn around and shoot them? No, you're going to get rocked. Uh, do you lob a grenade? No, you're not going to get the grenade off before you get turned into Swiss cheese. Maybe you let them pass you, pray to whoever you pray to that you're not going to, they don't see you. And maybe you can surprise them from behind if you have enough clip, you got a big enough clip to get them all down before they kill you. And you're good enough shot and you can get them all in the back of the head because, or you can, you know, knee them or you can leg them all if you because legs don't usually have armor so if you take off their legs um they'll have to use a surgery kit to be able to run again and even then running is going to be income or inhibited for like three minutes i think until the that wound of the broken bone um heals and which gives you the opportunity again if you run on that leg you will break it again or you will cause another fresh bleed um so you're gonna have to manage that as you're currently under fire so you can make it out of those situations but it is it, you don't get situations like that even in Call of Duty when you have a four stack around you and they're closing in on the house and they know you're in there. You can hear them coming around. It's just, it's a different, it's a different game. It's a different kind of stress. It's more, it's more real. Great. That's great. And there's no shitting on, um, you know, Call of Duties either because, you know, they, we play both of them. We do. There's a little bit of shitting to be done on Call of Duty. I don't know why it needs a one and a half gig update every time, every day, literally. But like, I, I think they're just trying to mo monopolize hardware, uh, hard drive space, so that you can't play anything else. <laughs> you need to get so your, that you can't play anything. Call of Duty branded hardware. Call of Duty branded HDD, SDD, EVME. Solid state drive. Solid state drive, and they're gonna be like, yeah, we're gonna auto update. Solid state drive's gonna have all the updates for the next year. I, I think I'd, I'd consider buying that solid state drive. Just to never update again. Just to never have to update for the next year. Make a free-to-play game and pay for it. Um, yeah, and and you know what? Like, There's arguments to be had. There's so many shooters out there right now that people are playing. Like, People like Apex. Or, or some people like Apex over Call of Duty because when you get caught off guard, you can actually have an engagement. But then at the same time, you look at the videos of Apex, and it's like, all right, well, people are zipping across the air, yeah. throwing uh, trampolines, and so, like, how, like it... Yeah, like Fortnite 2, right? Fortnite 2 is just like, let me build a 17-story building right. in three seconds. With stuff that I pulled out of my butt. Yeah. That cost me no weight. It, 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 like, it's, it's just too... It's, yeah. They're fun for what they are, right? And I'm not gonna shit on any. I'm not gonna shit on Fortnite. Like, don't come after me, please. Um, but like, you. I know honestly, right? Fucking those those nine year olds. They they go hard with their Fortnite. But like, I'm hey, calling Ninja Nine. What is he like? Twelve? Eighteen? Twenty-eight. <laughs> Damn, feels. I feel. I feel for twenty-eight. Um. <laughs> But I mean, I feel like every time I loaded into Fortnite, I always got like someone who was probably prepubescent or just barely pubescent being like, do you have a mic? So a lot more than any other game I've ever played. Uh, there are a lot of kids, I think, in Fortnite. And it's good for what it is. It's a fine game for what it is. It's just... You don't remember being a kid playing video games and getting yelled at by the adults? Uh, Shut up, kid. I, I do. I remember that. I remember playing... I'm like, not 14. I'm 16. You know, honestly, I do remember that. I do remember like playing Call of Duty online and stuff. And my dad was super good at Call of Duty. Um, Call of Duty 2, maybe? Modern first Warfare. Modern Warfare. Um, and he was pretty decent. But like, yeah, when I went on there, he prestiged a couple times. Like four or five times. 
but when I went on there, it was obviously not the guy who owned the account playing, and I brought his KD down a lot. <laughs> and yeah, people would bitch at you and be like, you fucking kid, get out of here. When you, just when you speak. I'm, I'm not aggressive to the kids like that. I have no problem with them, and I'll even talk to them. Um, my only thing is I typically don't have a reason to, like, add somebody and when you're nice to kids it's a little bit sad they like add you and they want to like continue play with you and it makes sense right you find someone who's nice to play with but this guy didn't call me a kid and tell me to fuck off i want to play again yeah exactly he he didn't verbally abuse me i guess i can add him as a friend but i'm like yeah whatever you're not that good so uh. you're not that good kid <laughs> sorry we're, buddy we're you're really casual. nice i'll see you in the fields yeah I'll see you out there man uh, you know, but yeah, I don't mind playing with them. But yes, I do. I do recall being screamed at because I sucked. Still get screamed at for sucking. I mean, damn, not much has changed. People be real toxic on these games. I remember when Modern Warfare came out, mm -hmm. and me, my cousins, and my friends played that all the time. We checked back when Modern Warfare Two came out. Hey, how much time we logged on there? Mm. I think accumulatively throughout that year and a half or whatever it was over a summer we put in two weeks as if we didn't sleep Woo. damn that's and a was, lot and that was just my account and that was just my account that's a lot two weeks two of solid time weeks. what is that Seven two solid times 24 Hours. We put in our hours. I, I would hate to see uh, Call of Duty tell me how long I've been playing. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, hold up. Let me look. No, let's not talk about this. Like, let's not get into it. Because, like, my World of... I had a... Fuck, the World of Warcraft account that I gave Rocky. Um, he... I think that one had, like, two years of straight play time when I gave it to him. I, I, I had a problem... Years. Yeah, years, two years of playtime when I gave it to him. I I was on that game eight to fourteen to sixteen hours a day. Um, I just checked my lifetime playtime for Call of Duty Warzone. Are you, do you feel comfortable sharing, or are you gonna like fifteen days, ten hours, twenty six minutes? Fifteen days in COD. Andrew, you know how frequently we say we hate that game for us to have. We hate it. Days no, we hate it. it. I hate it. I hate that game. I hate the game so much. <laughs> so frustrating. Oh, but... I, I apologize. Just Battle Royale, only 14 days and 9 hours and almost 10 hours. <laughs> just Battle Royale. This, just so that means one, <laughs> one day of my life, I was like, let me play multiplayer for a bit. That's crazy. Oh, no, let me play Plunder. That was Plunder. One day Why of Plunder. plunder. Yeah, plunders, and you don't like plunder that much, though. I hate plunder. See, so and there it is, right? I just oh it, god, it's such a different game, and it's such a I don't know, it's such a a better game. The nuances and stuff, it, it's just good. And and there's scavs, which are like uh, no, going back to Tarkov here. Um, there are scavs in Tarkov, which are like scavengers. Um, some of them are not playable characters, and some of them are, um players or like us or andrew me or andrew and we get to play a scav um and it, you get like basically a random loadout and it's a shit loadout and the point is basically there's no risk right you didn't pay anything for any of this gear you get one every 20 minutes go have fun go see what you can do um and so some of those scavy runs can get kind of that's kind of what keeps you from losing all your gear if you're wondering how you can accumulate more gear if you suck um, you can just always have a scav run, and you're not going to have fantastic weaponry, but you're going to always have something to go in with. Um, so you, the game won't turn off for you. you. You'll still have a way to play if you do, unfortunately, suck. But if you do and suck, just practice. Just practice. Get your shots in. Learn to, learn to check corners. Learn the map. Realize where people spawn so that, it, you know, if they always throw a frag grenade at you because you're... 50 meters away from where they normally are. Just a, just hide and wait. Yeah. Hide and wait. Be a rat. Just wait in the corner. It, you hear four, four sets of footsteps converging around you. Hunker down. Stay quiet. Stay close to something. Because maybe it'll pass. 
It's these are all just the different aspects of the game that make it so cool. Um, tasty. Yeah, tasty. So so fresh. Honestly, I think is what I really want to say. It's it's such a refreshing game in its realism, um, and it's I feel like in its accuracy that I understand why a lot of like our friends, for instance, don't like this game because it's brutal and it's very intense and if you just want to come on here to play a video game you probably don't want to be super concerned with every single aspect of that character player's life you don't care about their water and food you just want to go in there and pew pew some people then probably tarkov might not be the game for you um but it's a fantastic game and definitely give it a try if you have the opportunity to because and, and stick with it, you know, as as with all things in life, uh, nothing that is good ever came easy. Um, nothing worth having was easily won. So, you know, just like all things, you'll have to practice. You'll have to get good. And once you do get good, it's a pretty, it's a pretty, pretty satisfying game. It is. And the cool, cool aspect, too, is uh, if you go to their official website, they have a Sherpa page. Which yes. it's someone who has played the game for a while will go in there with you and kind of give you the runaround of how to play the game. Which is an and, awesome aspect of the community. Yes. Sorry oh, yeah, the community is very... No, 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 the community is so yes. uh, good. Like, yeah, you know, there's toxic people here and there, but and that's in all communities, but the, they're very welcoming, accepting, and, uh, you know, they'll, they'll take you under their wing, and we'll be sitting in uh, looking for each other's lobbies, and people will be like, hey, come on, join. Yeah. You, I need a man. You unlike in other games like in in call of duty where you get like randomly set to, to like you can go in alone but it won't match you with a team you'll have to select your own team and you know if you don't have friends that play the game that makes it sometimes a little bit difficult to play but in tarkov um you if you just sit in the looking for group lobby i guarantee that there will be at least five people that offer for you to join their group i mean now some people have nefarious reasons right they're going to invite you to their group they're going to get behind you one tap you in the back of the head, take your stuff, and run straight for the exit. You know, that's unfortunate. That happens. Um, but it, it's not frequent. Um, I've only seen it happen, like, once. But for the most part, most people just they have the same intention. Let's go in. Let's. You're going to help me. I'm going to help you. Don't shoot me because friendly fire is not turned off. You can definitely kill your teammates. And, you know, let's let's see if we can make it out alive. And get some some fat loot, and it's just it's it's safer too. Obviously, like even in combat, to have a battle buddy, to have somebody to watch your back or to watch the corner that you turn, it makes the game a lot safer for you to play. Then you have, to have friends, so there's a little. Bit it made a big it. difference when we had our third. Super where, big difference. Uh, I think I drew fire one way while you guys shot into them because they were looking at me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, I'll be a scapegoat. I'll let you shoot me. <laughs> Take some hits for you guys to get the kill. That's why I bring med kits with me. Yeah, I always got to bring a big old grizzly. I, I, I know you say don't take the grizzly. I'm going to contest because the grizzly is a fantastic healing implement. I don't have any ALUs, so the grizzly works. As I know I can do I wonder it. why. Uh, I don't have any ALUs because I sold them all. Yeah. All right. Mistakenly, yeah. Uh, again, slot space is very important. A grizzly health pack is four, which is why Andrew is incredibly opposed to taking it, whereas he probably takes an IFAC and uh, or an, uh, infantry personal first aid kit and and probably an ALU splint just so he can and maybe a small surge kit, which is which is which is still four items. But I don't know. He still gets upset. I take a one by three spot of medicine. In a one by two spot of a document case. And in that document case, it can hold valuable things, keys, money, diaries, anything that you find in loot that is for, you know, quest items. Yes, quest items. Yes. You can jam them in there uh, and they're protected forever. And I still have an empty four, uh, two by two spot for anything that I find of extreme value that needs to be crammed so deep in my ass that I don't want anyone to find it. And that's why I have a Tetris game now that I could trade in later. That is one true aspect of the game. Um, untrue aspect, a little bit um, where it kind of 
definitely skirts the line between uh, a real game and a not real game. You have the ability to take a container with you that you will you will never lose. So if you put stuff in that container and you die, everything that's not in that container will be gone, but you will always respawn back in your headquarters, back at your hideout, uh, completely dead, right? No no health anywhere, but you will have your case with you. So Andrew put his Tetris game inside his case because he had the available slot. I usually keep my meds in my case and like other keys and stuff. Um, just so that you don't lose it. Um, not as if it's the most valuable thing I have, but it's something that can be in there um, that I can keep safe until I need to use it. Um, the part, I think, our disagreement here between what we take in our gamma, in our cases, um, as far as medicine, I think is the difference of, of effectiveness, playstyle, and opinion. Um, because when you have a PLU splint, you can fix a broken or fractured bone. Um, PLU splint is five, you can do that to five bones. God forbid you break five different bones in the same raid. Um, the IFAC is going to be, or the you know, med kit is going to be a heal rate, I believe, of about 25 to 30. And then I believe the time frame is the same, so we won't go into time for heal. And it does pain management as well, if I'm not mistaken. So you'll have to actually stop the bleeding, stop the damage, and then also treat your pain if you want to be able to run, for instance. The Grizzly Health Kit, on the other hand, will fix a fracture at 50, whereas the PLU or the Splint won't heal the fracture. Um, it'll also stop light and heavy bleeding. The IFAC will also do that, but it does so, I think, light bleeding at a rate of 80 health and heavy bleeding at a rate of 50 health. So you get more healing per heal out of the Grizzly Health Kit than you would out of uh, like an IFAC. Now, if you get shot a lot and really badly, it's pretty helpful to, to heal up that much. But if you're, like, lightly damaged, the Grizzly Kit really doesn't help you that much. I usually don't heal unless I'm losing a limb or I'm bleeding to death, which is usually when you're, like, below 20 in a certain body zone, torso, arms, legs, head, as you saw in Andrew's uh, when he had his screen on. So it's just a different type of, a different type of play style, I think. A different a different priority set. I think I'd rather heal more of myself faster um, than have to put the splint on, put the healing on, put the bandage on. I'll just use health kit, and then it'll take care of one limb entirely. And if that limb is bleeding and shot up and hurt, it'll fix it all. But for for you being such a loot goblin. Definitely can I honestly you should get. Like, I don't understand how I don't, you you need one. I don't understand how you don't want secure loot. I in my mind the grizzly health kit's like eighteen k and it's it's it's. I I okay I see where you're coming from. I I do like my loot. I do sometimes put keys in there because in my health kit I or my kit I only typically have two empty slots. So like uh, I can do like a one by two or two one by ones, and usually like a key or something or some like uh, hideout item. But I feel like to have the guaranteed heal in there all the time because the grizzly health kit's like what 18k rubles. Uh, you didn't come through there, Andrew. Yeah, give or take. So it's like you use it and you die with it. You lost 18k right off the bat. That's probably not a big loss compared to the other things you've lost, but you can't be taken in. You're not finding grizzly health kits everywhere. You know, they're pretty, they're kind of rare. Um, so but they stay in my, in my base so that when I get home limping and screaming about how I got shot, I can use my grizzly here. And Okay, yeah. And I've been using my IFAX when I get home because I have so many of them, or the AFAX, advanced first aid kits. Um, but... I that's that's another aspect of the game that I don't think we touched on. If you've been hurt a lot, um, your person is going to groan and moan very loudly. Um, and they're going to cough, and it's going to sound like they co they're coughing up blood. Probably because they are. Um, and, and so you'll have to manage healing yourself, which makes sound, with making sure that you're still hidden, 
with making sure that you don't bleed out before you can get the heal on you. So it's in other games you do make sounds when you're hurt, like in Call of Duty. I think you make like you'll you'll get an indicator of like you broken plates or something or that. I think when you get them really low, they start to pant heavily. Um, but it's not super audible unless you're really really close to them. In Tarkov, it's a lot more audible, and you don't have to do as much damage. I mean, honestly, if I got shot in the arm, I'm probably going to be hooting and hollering about it. You don't have to take it, remove my arm for me to make a sound, you know? And hit markers. Oh, the hit markers. Hit markers. Hit markers, pings, it, communication is so important, so you don't shoot your buddy in the back of the head. You don't can't ping something like you couldn't... And, Call of Duty, so there's a lot of communication that's involved. It's just a really good game. It's it's good for, it's good if you have good communication, if and you're gonna have to learn how to have good communication if you want to be able to play the game. I think. There are a couple times where, I'm not gonna say who, two of my teammates decided to kill me, because I'm vocalizing where I am, and then I say I'm coming back in, and they open fire. And I'm like, who killed? What, what shot me? Was there someone? He's like, yeah, I heard someone on the stairs. I'm like, I was on the stairs. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's and that's why, that's why communication is so important because you will gut check your buddy in the stomach at point blank range with seven six two four five, and he will probably die. Cause that's, I didn't die. You, on yeah, that you didn't die on that one. But you. And he's like, but did you? But did you die though? No, but you shot me in the gut. <laughs> So, but you're fine. Uh, no, he's actually going to now diminish food and water a lot quicker, and he's not going to be able to run. So. But is he dead, though? No, no, he's not. I mean, when I shot you, because I was the other instance where this happened, uh, I finished the job. I dropped him straight on the floor, because, you know, maybe maybe he was an ally. I, I didn't know he was an ally. There was some confusion in, in the communication there. And it, it that has led to us having better communication, though. That issue hasn't really happened since, for us at least. Um, but there are close calls, though, where it's like, that's me, that's me, that's me, that's me! <laughs> and we almost, almost shoot each other. It's a stressful game. Such a good game. Such a good game. Probably, probably play a game after this. Probably. Um, yeah. It I also mean, depends on where the... Uh... D&D game is going or not going or... That's true. I don't know what we're doing with D&D today because of uh, the Laker game. Hoping they're winning. Hoping but they're they... losing. <laughs> Otherwise, so, they, so it ends, right? <laughs> so it ends. I'm also uh, not a Laker fan. But... Really? Yeah, I don't like the Lakers. Eh, I'm not a big sports ball kind of guy, so it's all good. You're just like, go team, go! Yeah, I mean, I'm there because like I'll get invited to the the tailgates and stuff but yeah i go because there's food and beer not because i want to watch the game food beer and my friends are there yeah exactly that's why you go to the tailgate honestly or barbecues or anything like that yeah. i'll go to a, a laker game barbecue throw up some carne asada i got invited today Hell but yeah. i was i was half dying um <laughs> yeah, <Nick laughs> so was yeah i feel i feel the half dying thing sorry about can't, dr can't drink anymore dying. And then my back is just falling apart, dude. This is what happens when you turn 27. Damn. I mean, honestly, though, I feel like when I turned 27, I had back problems. I started having back problems, too. But I also was in a car accident, so. So was I. Hey. Let me guess. They were found not at fault, even though they were definitely at fault. And then we're still fighting with the insurance. Nice. But the cop said that she was at fault. I have a video cam. I think I've showed you the video of them hitting me, like T-boning me almost from the like a, a lane that doesn't exist. Um, I gave over my dash camera. I gave over a statement. No police showed up because I thought I was fine um, until I got home and the next thing couldn't move. Woke up the next thing couldn't move really and had like a splitting headache. Um, and. Uh, I remember I got a letter. They called me. I got a letter, and I was like, oh, hell no. That said that they were going to accept liability on my behalf to end it. The other person never gave a statement, did not have insurance, and uh, immediately hired, hired a lawyer. Um, so what I basically learned that is if you are ever in a car accident, don't say a fucking thing and hire a lawyer. 
Otherwise, your insurance will just, you know, claim Give responsibility on, on yeah, claim responsibility on your behalf because they don't want to litigate it. And it, and it honestly, they told me it wouldn't affect my rates, and it didn't affect my rates. There was nothing that happened to me. It was a principal thing. That person deserved to be dinged for all the things that she did, um, and she got away with it. So, kind of. I shit. have a lawyer for mine. Yeah, I had a lawyer for mine too, but um. My lawyer, because you have like, I think in the state of California, uh, you have 45 days to file. To against... file. Yeah, so my lawyer waited to the 40th day and then dropped me. Yeah, that was, uh, I remember you telling me about that. That was dickish as fuck. Yep, and so I reported his dumb ass to the bar. Uh, let me find his name, because I'm going to fucking drag his ass through the mud right now. <laughs> mm. Yeah, dude, uh... Uh, yeah, my my case is still going on, dude. I got a car, brand new, uh, a brand new used car. <laughs> a brand new used car, okay. Used it for seven years, and no, six, pardon, six years. And that car got totaled in a hit and run in front of my house while what? Not in operation. Mm-hmm. And I got paid out for that one. And I'm still fighting that old case for my original car. Jeez. I have litigation on in October. I don't know why it always has to... Like, I get why it has to go to that. Like, But like, I, I, I hope people understand that there's another human being at the end of this. That if you... like. If I hurt somebody in a car accident, I would say that I'm responsible because I am responsible. That's and that's what you do as a responsible member of society. You don't try to shove it off to the insurance or get a lawyer to defend yourself because you think you might have something. You fucked up someone's life. And now you're trying to get away with it using, I mean, legal methods, but... I mean, if you can sleep with yourself, if you could, if you're willing to tell your story in truth to your family and to say it in truth in public, then I guess you're fine. But there are a lot of people who won't tell their story about how they got away with the car accident and how they got away with hitting someone um, or DUI and got away with it because for whatever reason, um, it's just, it's, it's super fucked up. Like, Jaren's mom had a similar case, right? She got hit by a semi-truck. And they they tried to convince her to not sue. And they tried to run the clock on them. Like, hey, don't sue. We'll give you a payment. Week went by. Hey, don't sue. We'll give you a payment. Week went by. Yeah, there's no payment coming. What are they doing? They're running the clock. Because after 45 days, they can't do anything. And, you know, she's not an older woman, but she's not a, you know, she's not our age. She's obviously our friend who's our age's mother. She's, you know, probably in her 50s, maybe even 60s, and that's her only back, right? And it's not a fresh back anymore, like our back, our our backs are more fresh. She can, you know, could have really ruined her life. Potentially even did, right? So. It most likely did, honestly, dude. Back, chronic back pain, uh, disc, disc degenerative disease just from trauma. All that will wear away at those cartilages, and eventually you'll be bone-on-bone, bone, causing any movement to be agonizing pain to the point where a pain management doctor or some other spine specialist where you're going to have to fuse the spine together, causing limited mobility, causing pain from the bones not being able to move when they should be able to move. and It's, it's a whole thing. And, and the whole thing. For that, they were willing to give like $10,000 to call it done and dusted. Here you go, 10k. 10k have a good day. for your back. That's what you're for the rest of your life. Yeah. Yeah, that's the fucked up part. Um, but I think there's, I mean, I think like for instance, like medical malpractice, another fucked up thing in the state of California. Probably to kind of close up this comp, this this talk because we're getting a little bit off topic from video games and Tarkov. Um, is gonna be that uh, I think the medical malpractice limit in the state is like 150 thousand dollars. Um, if you lose a limb lose an eye lose a toe they kill you the maximum amount that you will get for medical malpractice is $150,000 the amount hasn't been updated since like the 70s or something 
Um, so don't get hurt in California. Um, the medical well, lobby you is, you could is very powerful sue. here. Well, see, the, there's a difference, though. I think you could do medical uh, sue them for medical malpractice, and then you as for malpractice itself, you know, I think that's where your limit is. But then you can sue on top of that additionally pain and suffering and so on and so forth, yeah. which could add to that. But still, you know, it, that number is not not a good number. Yeah, and it's not anything. I mean, like, hospitals help a lot of people. Hospitals also hurt a lot of people. Um, and they don't tell you about the people they hurt, obviously. They only tell you about the people they save and they help. Um, but, you know, there are horror stories. My, For instance, my grand, my great-grandmother, when she was in hospice care, she was delivered, I think, like, IV fluids and IV medications and antibiotics not into her vein. They put it straight into her forearm and her forearm went necrotic and they had to amputate her arm um for that they gave my grandma two thousand five hundred dollars for her arm um that was what it was worth that's what the hospital said it was worth two thousand five hundred dollars it also doesn't help that she was in hospice it doesn't help that she was in hospice um but Is hospice is end of life care it uh yeah it is it Probably because they they probably made the argument that oh she's so old she doesn't need her arm anymore but it's such a reductive like it's it's a shitty train, train of thought yeah right? it's like oh hey she's in hospice care which means she has some kind of terminal illness or something that's gonna cause her life to be ending in a x amount of time yeah how much is that arm really worth if your life is ending soon well I mean she was like eighty five right I think that was their main argument. But to that logic, that means I can go to your 85-year-old mother, chop off her right arm, and just give her $3,000 and be like, I'm sorry, here it is. Here's payment for your arm. Thank you. No, of course. No one would accept that. And if you offered that to the lawyer that is arguing the case, no. No one would accept that. It's like that one movie um, that one movie where his ah, wife is cheating on him. He owns like a candy factory or a sweets factory and the one of his employees gets his balls blown off or something because of something that happens in the factory or something. It, no, no. Basically, he wanted to settle by the lawyer agreed to settle if the other if the defense put their balls in a door and slammed it closed, basically to, you know, to castrate. And then they would drop the case. No, no one ever accepts that. No one ever accepts that. They, they would say, no, no, I would. I would never do that. That's barbaric. But if you do it, if they do it to you, $2,500, that's fair. No, no, that's fair now because it's done. Done and dusted. Now it's fair. So, uh, it's some bullshit with um, the legal system when it comes to medicine. Any legal system. Yeah, the legal but, system hey, let, in general. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. This is a deep, dark road that we can go down to. Honestly, Let's it lighten it up into something happier. <laughs> what, what, what do you... I heard you uh, had a little gripe with some certain type of streaming. Uh, probably not going to get too into this. We'll probably get make this a whole freaking podcast. But Twitch's policy on tub streamers. What? There are so many tub streamers on Twitch. I don't understand why. I get that I understand. Okay, so there are a couple things here. Twitch has a policy against explicit sexual content, which it has recently defined as sexual acts, uh, soliciting, or literally having sex. If you're not doing those three things on Twitch, it's not considered sexually explicit. Okay. Somehow, this this has... And this has given rise to, or this is in response to all these hot tub streamers, basically girls uh, getting on stream with in a hot tub with in scantily clad bikinis, usually smaller bikinis than, you know, I would even see Breckwear, my partner. Um, and they just sit there and they kind of just jiggle. Um, I had recently came onto Amarath stream and I'm probably going to get like... If this ever gets anywhere to her group and attack me, I'm sure. But I, it was recommended onto the 
um, on the recommended set, not for my personal, but for the I'm Sorry But Podcast channel, because uh, the I'm Sorry But Podcast channel doesn't really watch a lot of podcasts or a lot, watch a lot of streams. Um, and I guess she had like 80,000 people, and I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, so it, it's like playing um, on the Twitch homepage, and I'm just kind of like doing my thing here on the creator board. And the first thing that I can see when I actually look at it is she is. The only bottom part of her, her ass and her legs are in screen, left screen, right here, left side of the screen. And she, like, twerks. She shakes up and down once or twice and shakes her ass. The chat goes kek w, uwu, yada, yada, yada. And all these emotes are popping up. A lot of the moderators have to start deleting a lot of um, what I'm assuming are harassing or probably derogatory confrontational messages. All of this... And she takes two cups, red solo cups, and dumps them into the tub. Okay, chat, I put water in the tub. What? You're trying to fill a hot tub with two red solo cups of water? No. No. Come on. Let's not let's not be let's not dance around this like she's like she's not trying to be sexually explicit. Call it what it is. It is it is look at my body. Um fine yeah people can be attractive i'm not going to judge her whether she's attractive or not if other people find her attractive that's fine but there's another place for that it's called only fans you don't it's not for twitch um there have been people on twitch who have been removed for making for saying words that sound like other words um for Having there was a, a a Korean streamer who was kicked off because she was too sexually explicit. I think even um, that other Korean girl streamer who I can't think of right now who always has the um, the overlay character. The VTuber. I think so. Um, she was suspended for a while for sexually explicit stuff, and now you can have Amarath in a string bikini and that's not sexually explicit she's playing mario kart okay she's playing video games down the bathtub who does that first of all but the camera isn't centered here like it is on our faces it's centered to her chest the point is not that she's playing a game the point is look at my boobs and then in addition to that the last thing and the final straw before i reported it to twitch and i did report it to twitch i didn't say anything in chat because i am above that was a couple of links to her OnlyFans right in the Twitch chat. Definitely a violation of the partner of the partner uh, agreement. Um, but I'm assuming that Twitch lets it happen because she probably brings in shit tons of bits and they get 20% of all that and shit tons of subs and they get 20% of that and they make money. So I guess the rule is for Amazon at least and for Twitch because Amazon is owned by Twitch or Twitch is owned by Amazon um, is if you bring in enough money uh, for, you know, Overlord Bezos, then I guess you're fine. You can't break the policies if you bring in enough money. And it's just, it's it's not fair, and it's stupid, and you, Twitch should really reconsider uh, redrafting that release, because it was really, really, I believe, dishonest in a lot of the things that you said, and uh, should really try harder to to tap into the community because that's that's not what twitch was for <laughs> look man you know i agree like you know you could tell when intent and other things intent wise are uh leaning towards one thing or another uh i happen to open up her this specific you know twitch streamer that you mentioned and i'm looking through her stuff and Everything is keyly placed behind her so that she needs to bend over and grab pens and stuff like that. And yep. she's straddling a banana, signing in a pickle rick and signing it with, uh, you know, her followers names and all that. Honestly, if I was a chick, I'd probably do the same thing. And I would not hate you for doing the same thing, but don't call it entertain. Don't call it video game streaming don't call it hot tub talk call it look at my boobs or whatever you want to call it apart from that make if you're going to have it on twitch if you're going to 
count this because this is I'm sure this is hurting Twitch's ad revenue because I'm sure there are people and, and sponsors and and ad people who are, or companies who don't want their content to be displayed on top of these streams. I'm pretty sure they've been demonetized. Like so maybe what's, and what's the point then if Twitch isn't making substantial money off of off of their their. Well, you don't know anymore. that too. You don't know that too. I, mean, uh, also, I don't know that. Like for for instance, remember YouTube two years ago had the ad apocalypse. Yep. Because a cr a couple nothing videos had an ad near it where uh, you know it was anti-Semitic or so on and so forth or CP and all this crazy stuff. So they they just pull all their ads from YouTube and what yep. they're what they what Twitch isn't doing. Or maybe it is because I heard they finally demonetized her. Yeah. So recently, that basically means uh, that she can't get money from the ads, and that also means that they don't play ads on her channel. So if she's not making money on it, and Twitch isn't making money on it, it's just a liability. She's just making money off of donations, and that leads to a whole nother point of, you know, I had a, uh, an acquaintance of mine mm -hmm. who said, "Oh, I hate all these." girl streamers i'm like why do you hate all these girl streamers because they're they're taking advantage of people and for their money i was like how how are they doing that I... and he, how are they taking advantage of people for their money and he said well they sit there with their their chest exposed and they're you know calling them daddy and whatever just to like you know get them to get donations and i'm like honestly it sounds like these guys are are just doing their own thing. You know, I'm not going to say certain words because I know for a while they were banned and would get you banned if you said them. Yep. But, you know, it, if if you are the type of person who says, I'm going to give all my money to this one person just to, so she could read my name, that's on you. You're a grown adult. Uh, you you yeah. are above 18 years old spending your money however the hell you want to do it. And if you want to give it to... Uh, a brunette, a blonde, you know, whoever's on the screen right there just so that they could notice you for two seconds. That's something that you need to be dealing with. And personally, I do not partake in that. I do follow, you know, female streamers who are either good at their game or funny. Like, there's a specific streamer who I like is Anita. She's got Tourette's. Yeah, she's hilarious. She's hilarious. Sweet like, Anita. I have nothing... Oh, dude, she's great. And she claps I, you know... people so good, dude. Oh, my God, it's... Oh, she tears into people, oh. and then she's just like, "What did I just say?" You know, and it's hilarious. No, it's and it's Turn hilarious, left. and <laughs> oh, you know, just... Nita. she's she's awesome. I am so sorry for your struggle, though, sweet Nita. I hope it gets better for you. Yeah, she's fine. <laughs> I don't mean the Tourette's. I mean the fucking dickheads that she deals with on Twitch. Oh, that's why, and she'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, she'll, she'll be okay. She's a strong girl. She's strong. Uh, and and you know what I mean, like it. Like there's good examples, bad examples. Uh, there's other other streamers who like, I could probably reference that skirt the line less than hot tub streams, but still probably get more flack than it. Let's hear it. Like uh, what's that? Nico Nicolo Nicololo or whatever her name is. Uh, yeah, she's like a a cute little Hispanic girl. Who her whole thing is just like I'm gonna be cutesy and shit, and you know I'm all for you know just you doing what you what you're doing, you know make your bag, you got an OnlyFans making OnlyFans make your money you know I am not against any of that please do, oh I subscribe to a couple OnlyFans just to see what they're what they look like and then I'm like all right I'm done you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna financially support someone for when when certain things on the internet are for free. I'm I'm not upset that they are that they have that they're attractive if they're attractive or not. I'm not upset that they are making money off of it. I have no problem with uh this is probably going to be a little bit controversial. I have no problems with with um I guess escorting where it's legal. Like it's basically only in Nevada. There's a couple of states where it is legal. I have no problem with that. I have no problem with strippers. There's a place for it. There's the Twitch is a streaming platform that predominantly is geared toward children. A lot of children on this platform will take their parents' credit cards and sub and gift sub and stuff. Um, problematically so. I I when you're an adult and you choose to sub and you choose to gift and you choose to follow, 
yes. You are an adult. You are a consenting adult. I don't give two fucks what you do with your money, with your time. As long as you do certain things in the privacy, in privacy, right? I don't want to see you having sex outside. That's not appropriate. Um, two consenting adults, I don't, it doesn't matter what you do when the lights go out. That's up to you. Or the lights stay on. Shit, I don't care. Um, but it's not adults. Her channel is not 18-year-olds. Her channel is probably a lot of under 18-year-old men, boys, kids who have this perception, you know, because we were young, right? Have this perception, this idea, this stupid idea in your head, like, oh, if I give her money, she'll notice me over the other 80,000 people that are in this chat. And she feeds on that. And she abuses that. It's a, it's, to me, it's a form of, you're, you're, you're targeting children. And I think that it's not, you're targeting young boys. And I think that's the only reason why it's a problem, why it's not a problem. Um, that dichotomy between who can be harassed and who can be abused or, you know, taken advantage of. Because if the, if the, if it was switched, if it was a, a really attractive man who was doing overtly sexual things to an audience primarily of young girls, there would be an issue. But because everyone's going to be like, oh, they're a bunch of horny boys anyway. <laughs> who cares? They're going to be doing what they do anyway. I think that's why no one cares. But I, I, I feel like it's a form of of i don't know what's the word i'm looking for to get money out of them exploitation in a way um with an audience that doesn't know any better that's the part that i have an issue with this it, twitch serves primarily children there's a lot of kids on twitch and just to have that there and all you have to do is hit the yes i'm over 18 we all know how well that works if you're under 18 i mean i would just hit yeah i'm over 18 when i was under 18. <laughs> So it's just, uh, to me, it seems messed up to have it here. And it seems messed up to not have it segregated or separated from the rest of the place where the kids are. Because you could just go to your Fortnite stream right next to your Amarath stream. T to me, that seems really different. And I feel like if parents knew that, they probably wouldn't really like Twitch as much anymore. All in all, it's just a spicy situation, and it could be risky for Twitch in itself if they keep letting it happen. You know, who needs ads, right? When they have their incels donating to them. <laughs> yeah. But, but, you know, whatever, dude. Everyone's got their own things, you know. Everyone does whatever they gotta do. Uh, and at the same time, you know, we're, all, we're only just two dudes here sitting here with our own opinions of yeah. how we do with life and you know, maybe people agree with you more, people agree with me more. I just don't care. And and there are arguments of people saying, well, they're stealing all my viewers. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. No one that's watching this this little redhead in a bikini is here from your stream. Like, no one's going to be like, oh, let me watch Fortnite, and then, oh, look at that. I'm gonna no longer watching this guy. No, they're there because they know what they're there for. Yeah, I'm not going to stop watching, you know, who was the guy? Ninja. I'm not. Gonna, I'm going to stop watching Ninja, and I'm going to start watching Amarath because I like high-level Fortnite gameplay. People are there for what they're there for. If you wanted high-level Fortnite gameplay, you're going to go watch your ninjas. You're going to go watch your... Uh, your pro team players. You're gonna go watch uh, your your shrouds and your uh, hell <laughs> your shrouds, your your riot games, your summit one Gs. If you want real you know real quality players, no, don't no. That's yeah. the that's the out of everything that anyone could have said, and I would get behind most of it. Just be like yeah, you know it's cool, it's cool, whatever, whatever. You know that is where I'm like no. That's where the right, you lost you, lo you lost me you lost me Cad. You lost me. You lost me, Chad. Yeah. And on that chatty note, I think we'll wrap it up for today. Thank you guys for stopping by. Um, seventh episode of the I'm Sorry But Podcast, where we talked about Tarkov and somehow went into um, medical malpractice. Medical malpractice and ended it with hot tub, hot streamers. tub streamers. So, yeah, just, you know, another Sunday uh, afternoon here in California. So. 
excuse me. I hope you guys have a fantastic day. As always, our links and plugs will be in the description. This video will be available tomorrow on YouTube and all of the other podcasting services. And our, we will see you guys on, uh, on Wednesday. Did you want to close out with anything, Andrew? Follow our 100th episode hot tub stream. <laughs> where we're going to be wearing Speedos and getting uh, drunk on not alcohol. Yeah, exactly. Just drinking out of red Solo cups. Um, red yeah. Solo cups to refill the pool. You know what? That's going to be my goal. For the 100th episode, I'm just going to become a dis like a despicable thirst trap. And I'm just going to get on to the stream, put a hot tub down, and be like, Here I am, Twitch. It's not sexually explicit. I'm just wearing my Speedo. Wear this to the beach all the time. Doesn't matter that you can see literally all of my junk. This is just normal clothing. The outlines weren't drawn up. there. It's part. It's, the outlines aren't drawn on there for emphasis. Look, I'm not having sex. I'm not propositioning sex, and I'm not talking about sexual acts. So nothing about this is against your sexual ex sexually explicit context. I'm just gonna sit here and gyrate a little bit. Mm. Mm, this is exercise. We're gonna call this okay. exercise. Get to work. Mm. Get to get to benching. Let's get that. Uh, and I mean, I'll, I'll oil you up, bro. I just have to I'll... lose like another 15 pounds, but we'll get there. But anyway, that'll be it for the uh, the podcast. Have a good night, guys. We'll see you guys later. Laters. Clear. <laughs>